0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the Boardroom Chat.
1: Yes, we're so excited about it. We love to talk about the things that God gives us in our heart. I know God Amen. always gives you a great word. Today, we're going to go to the Old Testament. I Hallelujah. York. Oh, that's all I know.
0: Do you know what I'm going to talk about? I
1: have no idea.
0: <laughs> Hadn't been praying much, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm praying I'm, just, I'm, tra- I'm praying all the time. I pray
0: that. Listen, it's you. Listen.
1: We have great I like Bar-
0: to start off with a little, He's He's, a little singer. He
1: <laughs> <Pray>. sure does. <laughs> yeah. Usually I get a song in the morning. I didn't get a song today. Let to
0: me get a song today, because I want to talk about something called mm. obedience.
1: Okay. <laughs> you get, I know you about get the that. revelation? No, <laughs> not, not yet.
0: Obedience. I'm, waiting.
1: I'm still waiting. You're
0: still waiting. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to me how many people won't do the will of God or what God says. And all they have to do, is really not that hard, but just simply to obey it. Obey what he says. And there's a scripture in the Bible, and we'll go to other scriptures. And it's in First Samuel chapter 15. You know, God, liked the first king of Israel, his name was Saul. He said, when, you know, when you were young and tender, he had a good heart. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes money got in his way and people wanted this and that. And he goes down there and the Amalekites were very evil people, <clears throat> according to Samuel and God. And he said, utterly destroy this place and all, all the sheep and stuff. But the sheep and the cattle and the, everything else was worth a lot of money. So... Naturally, when you make a mistake, you're going to accuse other people. And Saul accused the people. He said, uh, that, "I was afraid of the people wanted the spoil of the." Right. Uh, right. Of he, the he basically
1: thing. passed the book.
0: He passed and the book. One of but our
1: presidents said had a statement on his desk was the book stops here. Yeah, the
0: book stops here. That's Can't right. Pass
1: the book. Got to it. And uh,
0: what happened was, if you if you look at first chapter, first Samuel chapter 15. Um, he, he, he was so blind to his disobedience that he tells Samuel, I've obeyed the Lord. And the Lord said, what is this bleeding of the sheep? He lied. And he lied. So I want to go to 1 Samuel chapter 15. And I want to start out with this verse 10. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. So Samuel did like Saul. Saul did look like a king. He was was a head taller than anybody else in Israel. Right. Verse 12, when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel. And behold, he sat him up in a place, and has gone about, and passed on and gone down to Gilgal. Samuel came to Saul, in verse 13, and said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. I have performed the commandments, the commandment of the Lord. Now, that was a lie. Sure. How do you know? Because lies have a voice. (laughs) And Samuel said, what made it then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And then if you keep reading on, it just really irritated Samuel. Yet Samuel loved Saul. But if we go to verse 22... The judge begins to come, and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice? said, they always say this, Well, you know, we, we're, going, we're going to sacrifice it all to the Lord. No, they're going to sell it and make money on that. What was happening? Mm-hmm. As in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is where I want to get to. Mm-hmm. It's better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the church world has preached sacrifice for millenniums, but they got a problem with obedience. We know how to sacrifice. Beat me, Jesus. Just beat me. Do whatever, you know. But Mm -hmm. to obey his word, you wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, if you obey God's word, you'll never see God's judgment side. He does have a judgment side. But obedience will keep the judgment side away. Uh, that God has from you or anyone else, and it if was just especially
1: obeyed. important as a leader, right? To follow God's command. That's right. You know, and, and but he failed in that. And, That's right. By example, so there was a great. Uh, and then he, lied he lost about it all.
0: And then he asked Samuel to walk with him to uh, to stand with him, so the people would accept him. appearances. It. Yeah, and all kinds of. Things. And you know, I didn't think Samuel would do it, but he did. Hmm. And then finally, God jumped all over Samuel in verse fifteen or verse six. Chapter 16, verse 1, he said, How long are you going to mourn for Saul? Mm. My God, God had enough. And then one time he said, Don't pray for him anymore. See, because what happened is Saul had crossed the line. Sure, he did. And those things. Because you see, when God gives you a position of authority, the judgment will be stronger on you than it will be on other people. Because you should lead. Mm -hmm. So he said, It's better to obey than to sacrifice. Let me say that again. The church world has preached sacrifice for millennium. Hmm. Well, we just know how to do that. But when it comes to obedience, you know, we we struggle with that. Yet Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, it says, if you be willing And, and and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. All God wants you to do is to eat the good of the land. He wants you blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. But it takes something more than just faith, which we have. It takes obedience to it.
1: That's good.
0: And then when you understand that it's better (laughs) to obey. Now, how is it better to obey than to sacrifice? Because sacrifice looks more holy. You know, sacrifice looks more churchy. You Mm -hmm. know, this is what we do. Well, obedience is saying, God, I'm going to do what you say no matter what anybody else says. Mm -hmm. In other words, no one should push you or you allow them to push you into disobedience. And that's exactly what Saul is saying, now maybe that's not true. Maybe Saul was lying there too. He might wanted some of that stuff himself. Mm-hmm. You see, today we don't do those things. But in those days when you won a war, you took the spoils of the land. Right. I think now if you win a war, they just let the people keep it and all that kind of stuff. And that's why we have other wars and more wars and things of that nature. Because what we do is just finance the disobedience and things of that nature. And I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not political in that, in, in that aspect But, you know, if we just obey with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's amazing how good life would be. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. And, you know, God even put that in the marriage vows.
1: Well, also. Did you hear
0: what I said? (laughs) Just thought I'd say that. Yeah, he did. Now, what did he say in the marriage vows?
1: (laughs) Well. I, I know what the pre I know what they said over our marriage but I don't know okay, if that was Okay what did he
0: say what did he say in the marriage go ahead and say it I, I don't remember all the said, details that's of it. Problem. He that's my prophecy don't remember cuz he, he
1: said the husband's supposed to obey the wife
0: no. did he, Oh I don't think he said
1: that <laughs> no, but, uh, submit to one another is what the scripture that's says we
0: see the, Oh is he going now? Is he going? Well I see, I mean we, we have a
1: good Oh yeah we have
0: a good that's not the issue but I mean but you know people don't like the word obey
1: Or submit. Oh, or
0: submit. Ooh, Lord. Because, you know, you want to do your own thing. And I understand that. That's not the issue. But when it comes to the things of God, you got to obey his word. Yeah. If he said by his stripes you were healed, but I am sick. See, you're dealing more with the problem than you're dealing with the answer. And the reason why you're dealing with the problem, and not because it hurts or you're feeling it, is Satan trying to get you to disobey that by his stripes you were healed. Mm-hmm. Trying to get you not yeah. to believe that, see? Right. So disobedience will lead to uh, sin. When mm-hmm. you disobey God's word, that's sin. Right. You see what I'm saying? And uh, and, and things of that nature. But now, you know, in other things, I, you, you just need to obey. What makes a boss of a company mad at an employee? They won't obey something. Mm-hmm. He tells them to go, he or she, whoever it may be, may tell them to go do something. And um, they say, we're not doing that. Well, now you're throwing your job on the line. Right. And then you want to get mad because you get fired? You didn't do what you said you would do when you got the job. Right. I remember one time when you became pastor, there was somebody did not want to obey what you said. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, you removed not them. Not
1: just one time. <laughs>
0: yeah. You remove them. Am I correct? I don't, and, and, and I don't know exactly what it was over about something. And uh, it wasn't that because what happens is it shows displeasure, it doesn't show loyalty. To the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. You know, and we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, why did we sin? We disobeyed. Mm -hmm. This is so simple. You need a good theologian to help you misunderstand Mm -hmm. it. And when you understand that, then you can understand Isaiah chapter one, verse 19. If you be willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land. So people (laughs) that persecute you or judge you and things of that nature, maybe the reason why they're doing that so much, they're in disobedience. The Bible says, judge not. And you are in obedience, which makes them look bad. And they don't want to look bad. What do you think about that?
1: I love all of that. I was just thinking about Saul and how, you know, you really can't negotiate. When God says, and you know his word, his word says, you can't start and rearrange it and do the way you want it to. Right. And that's what Saul was doing. He just ignored. God told him not only to, uh, about this oxen, what he, he was supposed to, Get, take care of that king, Agag.
0: Yeah, and he didn't. And he did. So what
1: did Saul do? I mean, Samuel did.
0: He cut him in pieces when he came to town. Oh, he didn't play no games.
1: No, he was. Muslim. Let me tell you, Samuel was one man. tough.
0: He was one tough. They said, are "You come in peace. You ain't mad, are you? Are you He had a
1: reputation that he was so committed to God, to doing, to being obedient to what God said, and he learned from a young boy what God's voice was about. He learned. He, under Eli, and God spoke well, to I Samuel. I think it was
0: like four hundred years that the voice of the Lord was silent
1: until Before Samuel. Samuel came.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. Isn't that so something? he
1: valued that and didn't want to lose that. You know, when you disobey God, and when he, you know that you know that He's telling you to do something, and then He, you're not going to hear Him again until you obey what He said to do.
0: Yeah, that's and true. and that's the whole thing. That's why when when I when I received the gift of this ministry. When the Lord called me into the five-fold ministry, I call it the executive branch of God's government, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Now, every ministry, in one way or another, will sometimes walk in all five uh, of those gifts, if he's called, he or she, whatever it is. But usually, there's one gift that he that's very dominant in their life, if it's a pastor or an evangelist or a prophet or things of that nature. and uh, But I just decided that I would obey him. And, you know, people say, well, how come he's so blessed all the time? Well, I'm not going to brag on myself. It's obedience. I have disobeyed the Lord at times. I've got angry and shouldn't have done that. The Bible said you can be angry, but sin not. See, I got angry and I sinned because I really, I got irritated enough I wanted to hurt this person, you know, because they did such a terrible thing. But that, that's neither here nor there. See, God says, bless those that curse you, pray for those that spite use you. In like fact, I did one of my boardroom chats about that not too long ago. And when you understand, uh, not my boardroom chat, one of my faith, to facts. Mm. So when you understand that, see, it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Now, you may not seem so at times. Yeah. You and know, you know,
1: Jesse, that flows so well with our theme for this year, which yeah. is if you keep the faith, everything is yours. Keeping the faith is obeying God's word, it's following through. Do it. Yeah. Not just saying, I'm going to do it, actually doing it. Because a lot of people say, Yes, Lord, I'll go, but they never went. Then, There's other yeah. people that went and would yeah. know, well, see to me, a, a
0: person asked me not long ago, Why do you tithe? I said, Well, Obedience. Well, you don't have to. I said, I know, I know, I don't have to do anything. I don't even have to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I don't have to do nothing. God see, made us free moral I, agents. Yeah, I, but I'd rather obey Him, see? And and I just like to obey. And but I know I know what you're thinking right now. In the Old Testament they, they tithe, and in the New Testament they give. I understand grace. I understand all of that. But I've also said this: how else do you put God first? I just like to put God first. I tell my money. God is first when I tie. And you see, for well, some people, they think tithing is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. When really it's obedience, you
1: yeah, know, you know yeah, or yeah, giving,
0: whatever you want to call it. Right. They think giving is a sacrifice. Let's yeah, go over those. It's really
1: not, not a sacrifice because no. you have the promise of God multiplying and open up the windows well, of heaven. He gave
0: you health to make that finance. Yeah. And you know what I love about the 10%, He's never changed the uh, percentage. Boy, man, MasterCard, and Visa, and, and they'll, all, they'll the change it. The oh, government. yeah, the government going to change it real, real quick. But not God, you know. And it's just amazing. So to me, giving to the Lord is not a sacrifice to me. To me, it's obedience. The Lord said, bless. You did that the other day. The Lord told you to bless an individual. And she came and checked with me. I thought that was nice. And she said, what, what do you think? I feel the Lord is telling me. And when Kathy tells me she feels the Lord is telling her that, I know she hears the voice of God. You think I'm gonna fight that? No, and uh, and I said, well, do whatever. Right, do whatever's in your I heart. I wanted
1: to obey. God. Right. And I did obey him, but uh, because it's our money, I wanted sure. you to, I wanted you to know that that's what was on my heart, and I knew you would approve. What did but you I still think? Felt like it was. Yeah, you the did right what thing.
0: the Lord said. It was, it was the right thing to do. And uh, what did you think 52 years ago, <laughs> on June the sixth, 1970, when that. Priest told you to submit to me.
1: I don't remember him telling me that. <laughs>
0: That's what I thought. <laughs> She's forgotten I probably didn't <laughs> think much
1: about it. Probably didn't think much about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it's amazing when we, when uh, we bought our first house, I submitted to you. I mean, that that was your Tell house. Tell me more even about that. My... I don't
1: remember it.
0: Oh yeah, you you did what you want in it. You put you know you wanted things certain way and things of that nature. And you know, and all kinds of different things.
1: Well, we we respect each other's sure. lane. We sure. both have certain things we we excel in, and and most of the time you accept
0: mine. What do I excel in? Since <laughs> you said that, I like. Well, to know. you
1: you have a lot of gifts. Well,
0: tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> tell me something good.
1: <laughs> uh, well, tell you're a wonderful that. husband, a great father. You're really a wonderful father and a great grandfather.
0: Uh, can you say that again? <laughs>
1: You're a wonderful father and a great-grandfather. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you. I try to be. I mean, I'm not perfect. Not a
1: great-grandfather. You're a wonderful f- grandfather because
0: you're not great-great yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not great yet. One day I'm going to be a great-grandfather. You sure will. I tr- I, you know, I try to be. You know what I do, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Maybe this can help a man out there. My, I mean, my mom and dad, I know they love me, but we never talked about that. We wouldn't. We call it affectionate, you know. I never did anything with my father that I know of ever. Uh No. And, uh, but, so, when we had Jody, you know, I look back at what I wanted, even, and what, and my dad and my mom did, did me right. Don't misunderstand me that day. But, you know, well, I would have liked to spend to more pl- time with I him. I remember he
1: taught
0: you how to play guitar. That yeah. That was pretty good. But he got a little irritated. It cost him $20 because he had to go buy a guitar because I wanted to play a guitar. Anyway, but he taught, he, taught, he gave me three keys, Thank G, you. C, and D. Thank you. And, yeah, he did some good things. Don't misunderstand. But I thought back then, the things I wanted to do, I said, you know, when we had Jody, I'm going to try to do some things she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, I used to like, I mean, I'm not a good fisherman, but I like to fish. And I'm, I'm not good at all that. I've always been a roadie, you know, always traveling most of my uh, adult life. Well, and when Jody got big enough, you know, women like to walk the mall and all that kind of stuff. So I'd come home because I used to constantly preach Sunday through Wednesday. And I would travel back on Thursday. And uh, then be back out. I'd have to either leave a Saturday night or, or early, early Sunday morning. But, but she wanted to walk the mall. So my friends would come and say, hey, man, I'm going fishing. Uh, Saturday, do you want to go? And I'd say, no. Why, why were, you, were, were you doing something? I'm walking the mall with Jody. And they thought that, what? I said, it's called quality time. Mm-hmm. But I felt that it was more than right as a father to do that to her, you know, to spend time with her and, and, and think and on something that she likes to do. And uh, and you know she'll say that dad you have always been a good father. Well, I mean I wish I could have been there for more things, you know. And of course I used the excuse well I got to make a living, you know I got to do this and that. But there were some things I could have canceled. Let me just say that. But Jody understood it and still does till today. <clears throat> I mean the only thing I really actually when I wanted to be in some of her things that she was involved with at in school, but I couldn't because I was traveling so much. Uh, but I did make her high school graduation. I did do that, barely, but I did. I got there and, and, and things of that nature. But, you know, I learned from that that when Meredith was born, now watch this, you know, I went from my dad, for Jody, and then when Meredith was born, I put it in my schedule, and you did it, helped us that we would always be at grandparents day at her school
1: mm-hmm.
0: or if she had a play
1: yes, or we, something. We I mean, did. people would
0: say, but Jess, I want you to go do this. I said, I can't, I got to go to a play uh, that my granddaughter's in. And you know, they, they look for you. <laughs> Those kids look for you, man, they do, you know. They do. And she really appreciated that. And to tell you the truth, I did too. Yeah. It was a wonderful thing. And what it was, was obedience. I just decided to obey what love requires.
1: Mm. That's, That's about the
0: best way I could say that. That's good. How do you feel about that? How did I you... love
1: that. That's great. Because you're
0: the one that told me, said it's I'm putting it in That's a great example. Well,
1: I, well, yeah, well, because that, that was a desire of our heart. The Lord made it happen. It all seemed to work out, and I think it would have worked out had we applied the same thing and thought it was possible when Jody was growing up. But we really didn't understand that. Well, we,
0: when you're younger, you know, you're thinking about just making a living, getting ahead, and all that kind of stuff. We're you know, too busy. Yeah, and, and, but here. Jody, she said, Dad, I had a great life, and still does, but I'm just saying, and I appreciate it, but I mean, I missed some things that I wanted to um, see. Let me mm-hmm. just say that. And Kathy, but one thing Kathy did that was really wonderful as a preacher's wife, you know, I've heard this, once I've heard it, I don't know how many times, that, um, you know, boy, the ministry's hard on the family, and this and that, and all that kind of stuff. It's what you focus focusing on which makes it hard. You see, I mean, I had to leave because I was an evangelist. You, you obeyed a, the call. I obeyed the call. But what Kathy would do. I obeyed do,
1: the call as well. That's right. Your call. But tell right. them
0: what you would do. You would focus. <clears throat> well, you go
1: ahead. You're doing well, good.
0: She did something. Most people focus on their crime when you leave. And, and it makes you feel bad. You got to go and all that kind of. Kathy didn't do it. She did it one time. And I said, Kathy, quit that. You know But she said? And then she got a revelation from the Lord. She began to focus on me coming back instead of me leaving. So, and we would do it with pizza or so uh, uh Everything's great when dad comes home. So in other words, they ate uh, salads and soups and boring, whatever.
1: Boring food.
0: Boring food. But when dad came home, we had nacho cheese. And, never... and we had pizza. <laughs> and we would do all that. And, and Jody knew a boy. And, you know, kids like all that stuff. And chunky cheese or whatever you call that <laughs> stuff. I don't even know if that place is still in operation way back know. when, I well, think. But anyway, to make a long story short, you focused on me coming back. And that was a know, wonderful I, I thing. You
1: know, I didn't even remember doing that. But later, years later, when Jody was grown, and uh, I've always been the editor of the magazine, our monthly magazine, and one year uh, when I was preparing for the June issue, which has Father's Day in it, I said, Jody, why don't you write an article for me, you know, fathers for Father's Day, write something. And I didn't, I remember when she wrote the article, she titled it Father's Day uh, uh, what is his, uh How does it say? An, an uh, party time is. Any oh yeah, time. party time is party anytime. Party time is anytime. Dad's home, and so that's what she talked about. How I focused on. She recognized it as a young woman. That growing up, I focused on you coming back. How it was always a party. Daddy's coming on Friday, and we're going to have this and that. Maybe I used it as a, uh, <laughs> as a, a tool to help her to be obedient to what I was getting her to do. You know, do this because you know. That's when the teenagers, you know. Thursday and Friday, Dad's coming. Well, you know, home, Jody gonna did that. We're going to have pizza. We're going to have fun. It's yeah. going to be a great night. Do your homework. I mean, I'm sure I used all those things. Jody did, but I that that focused some... on you coming back rather no. than the fact that you were gone.
0: Jody did the exact same thing. Sunday, we were at we. Uh, uh, we were supposed to go out and eat together and um, uh with some friends and with a, a board of director and their family and and a spiritual son and daughter but Meredith had some things to do. her friends were coming over or something on and Jody wanted to come with us, but they would have made that would have messed that up and it had been late but Jody did she put she said i 'm gonna stick with Meredith even though she wanted to come and talk and all that kind of stuff and she, I think she learned that from you. And learned it from me that, you know, sometimes you just have to do that. Now, sometimes the kids should be coming with you. Don't misunderstand me. But as a rule, so it was just such a blessing. And you know what? I know that once Meredith has children and and everything, she'll remember those things, that my mom was there for me. And, boy, I mean, Jody is there for Meredith all the time. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. And what it is, it all has to do with obedience. And, you know, when you obey, you never have to say, I'm sorry. Remember that movie, uh... Love means you never having to say you're sorry or something. That was a love story. That was a man. This is way back now. I don't know, early '70s or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if I agree with that.
0: You don't agree with that? Okay, but I don't know. You know. I mean, I think I know what they
1: meant. Like, uh, okay, I know what you. I know you didn't mean to do that, but I still think people should say they're sorry if they messed up.
0: It's (laughs) okay. they should say they're sorry. Yeah, and uh, and things of that nature. But see, you got to understand, Samuel did not want to do this, but God is very strong about his word. Right, right. And why, And one thing he will not have, and Israel broke it constantly, you will have no other gods before me. I mean, there's no, it's not an option here. Yeah. yeah. You see. You and know, I, and
1: I just think its uh, we have to realize today that God puts these guidelines and these commandments in place for our good. Yeah. It's not like he's wanting to deny us or anything. In the same way that a parent tells a child, don't do that. And you obey the parent because you know it's you. Right. Re, parents really looking out for the child's good. I mean, we have these friends that would we brought their well. Paul Radke's an adult now. Uh, the yeah. third.
0: Yeah. Paul and Radke the third.
1: He was just He's like my spiritual two years here. old, and we would go with his mom, uh, uh, Chip, Chip and, and Polly. Polly, out to lunch, and he does before his uh, brother was born. And he was wanting to go into the parking lot and just run and play. Right. And so my his mama Polly was holding on to his hand really tight. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can't no. do because
0: a car could hit him. And you know? so
1: she was looking out for his good. And he says, "But I want to." And we oh. still tease him about it because it's such a sweet thing. We he didn't scream and throw himself down on no, the floor like Mom. a lot of kids do. It's just so calm and
0: yeah, he's such a blessing. And trying
1: to reason with her, but I want to. But she said, some, "You can't." But I want to. Yeah.
0: And she said, and she was trying to explain it to him that you could get hurt out there.
1: Right, and so I don't know if he got
0: that revelation. (laughs) Of course
1: he did, not then, but later he did. But the whole purpose I'm trying to bring out is that God wants us to do things because He sees He's protecting us. You know, when we obey Him, He he protect. It's we we start the protection factor.
0: Well, that's God was trying to do that for Saul. That the lineage of Saul's kingdom would go on, but he wouldn't do it. Well, the only
1: way to stay in the blessing, because the blessing Mm. plan is in the earth, but you access the blessing plan by obedience. And so when God says to do something a certain way, whether it is Mm -hmm. tithing, putting him first in that area, whether him putting him first in the the first part of your day by praying and seeking him and reading his (laughs) word, these are things that help you to to achieve protection, success, whatever it is that you need from God, whatever the blessing... Has for you is accessed by obedience.
0: Well, you know, we we all our ministry and most of our life. Now I work hard. Kathy works hard. We we've done pretty well financially because we work. That doesn't mean we didn't have a hard time. But you know, I don't think God God never had to really pull hard on us to be givers, in any way, shape, or form. If you felt like you wanted to do something, or I felt like I wanted to do something, we would do it. And it was, and that was sometimes the devil would throw a thought. But you need that, or you do this, and you know, and. And I've learned never to hesitate when it comes to giving. Why? Because of the harvest. The Bible says, as long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest time. In other words, God's got in His mind to bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out, no matter what He asks you to do. See? He
1: says for you to remember Him.
0: Thou shall remember the Lord thy
1: and God. It, when you remember Him, you remember what He said as well. That's right. You remember His promise, and you obey You obey His voice.
0: Well, why are y'all such word people? Well... St. John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God. Uh-huh. And I, what I love about God, you can't separate Him from His Word. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have uh, tried to do that most of my life, that when I tell you something, I will do what I say. I don't want my Word to be, see, you can't separate Jesse the Planners from His Word. I learned it from God, because pe- if you can't keep your Word, if you don't keep your Word, then then the trust is broken and the different things that happen in life. Now, there's been times I said something, and maybe I shouldn't have said it. The Bible says that you swear to your own hurt. But because I said it, I went and do it. Now, if something happened, uh, couldn't make it. Like one time I was preaching. I I was scheduled to preach in um, Bastrop, Louisiana. Well, my mother passed away on Saturday night. Right. Well, it's more than right that I got to be there at my mom's, uh, you know, funeral. Sunday, I had to help my dad, um, you know, go to the funeral home. And the pastor got mad at me because I told him I couldn't make it. I hmm. said, what do you mean you couldn't? I mean, I, I would never have said that if your mom dies. But he was so interested in me being there. And I think, and I don't mean it's privately to pull some people or something like that. But I mean, I, I felt I did, I, I said, well, you broke your word. Well, that occasion, that, those things, that's common sense. You see what I'm saying? One of those things. And then eventually he apologized. He said, I shouldn't have done it. Well, I just wanted you. The and first. So I don't want to let you know we, were, we weren't enemies or things of that no, nature. No, but
1: the first word was obey, it was honor your mother and your father. Yeah, you were honoring you your know, mother. I was trying to, you that. know.
0: And I just never thought that he would be angry about it. But he just said, he, and, and, and he really a nice man, don't misunderstand me. And he, he sound apologized. Very he nice said, "I should." Me. Well, maybe not. But he <laughs> apologized. well he apologized. He asked for forgiveness. He said, "He said, man, I just wasn't thinking."
1: Of course, he you know, wasn't he thinking.
0: said I was thinking more myself. He was very, very kind, and about that. And but me, I just hate to cancel. And there's been times that I went to fly out and I couldn't. The plane was shut down. One time, uh, y'all might know Bill Winston. What a wonderful man! I've preached for Bill in his camp meeting. God. 25 years, maybe 30. I can't remember. Just a bunch of them. Watch this. 9-11. Remember 9-11 when we got attacked? I never thought I'd ever see this in America in my entire life and may never see it again. The FAA, we call them God in the sky. They shut down every flight over the United States. No one could fly other than the President of the United States. I was supposed to be at uh, Bill Winston's that night to do my part in the, in the camp. I mean, and I love Bill and his family and the church. So in fact, if you're in the Chicago area, you need to go. It's a great church. It is a blessing. I'm telling you. Bill and Veronica are wonderful people. David, their son, I, you're going to enjoy yourself. Well, I called Bill. I said, he said, you got to come. Everybody, I said, I can't. There's no way I can get there. It's impossible. You know, you're not flying. Well, I couldn't drive in 900 miles. I couldn't make it that way neither. You know, you're looking at 16, 17 hours of straight driving. And so we couldn't do it. Well, that night, Bill noticed that a lot of people couldn't come neither. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, it caused all kinds of problems. But, you know, and, and, and then Bill said, you know, I guess that's right, you know. But he knew I'd have kept my word if I could have. But if I'd have gotten that plane and taken off, They'd have shot us down. They wouldn't. Uh, uh-uh, uh. You don't. You don't do that. There's some laws that you better not break, because you're gonna pay the consequences immediately. You see what I'm saying? But now Bill understood it. Don't misunderstand me. But I mean, so it really wasn't a breaking of my word because I was sad. I really wanted to go, but I was. I don't know if this is the right word. Sadder, because that we were attacked and people were killed in those buildings and all those things there, and it, it was a terrible time in history. And see, and and these were innocent people. Mm-hmm. Why does the devil always want to kill innocent people? Because he's disobedient. What he got him thrown out of heaven was his disobedience to what God said. Mm-hmm. And you know, God was pretty good to Lucifer, calling the uh, the anointed cherub that covered.
1: He had a high position. Ooh,
0: very, very high. I mean, I man, I may mean, oh, how much more God's going to do he wants to do for you, and all you got to do is just simply obey Him. And, and just be a blessing but let's face it he didn't and a lot of people don't do what God said but as far as me and my house if he would
1: have obeyed he'd still be in heaven that's
0: right as far as me and my house well we're gonna tie you don't have to if you don't want to you do your bending. but I, I feel you should how else you put God first for it as for as me and my house that includes Kathy we're gonna believe in healing we pray for people that need healing constantly yeah us, me and my house we're going to serve the Lord right we have a little sign in our house you know what Joshua said you know you, you know you have it on the way going out to the cars so that we see it all the time you see and uh, it, it what we're going to, we're going to obey the Lord we enjoy doing it sometimes I'm going to be honest with you uh, I'm tired I don't want to do a boardroom chat. Not that I don't want to talk to you, or I don't want to do a faith to facts, and I'm pretty sure at times you and Chrissy, you know, y'all got to do glorious living. You got to come up with thoughts. You got it takes a lot of preparation and things of that nature. And then we're doing this, and we have to say what God says. So you have to be very conscious because you're listening. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I, I made up my mind, and when the Lord told me to talk about this today, He gave it to me right during my devotion, right after my devotion mm-hmm. at the house. Um, and he said, obedience is very important to the Lord. And you know, it's not hard to obey God. Right. It really isn't hard to obey God. And you know, kids, if you're watching this today, it's not hard to obey your parents. You got to tell yourself, no, that's hard. But the obedience to what your parents said is not hard. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And nobody likes the word no. Even a dog don't like to be told no. A cat don't like And a cat will look at you with that face like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you know what? It's better to obey than to sacrifice. Right. Now I want to read chapter sixteen of 1 Samuel. <clears throat> now Samuel was dis- he was distraught about this. Well, first let me read verse fifteen, and 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 chapter, uh, 15. chapter uh, 1 Samuel chapter fifteen. I mean, he uh, uh, Saul was just so disturbed about this that when Samuel turned away from him, he grabbed Samuel's clothes, and the clothes tore. Mm-hmm. And in verse twenty-eight of 1 Samuel chapter fifteen. 15, Samuel said, And Samuel said unto him, The Lord had rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and had given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou. Whoo, hmm. my Lord. Now that was hard on Samuel. But you can tell Samuel didn't particularly care for that because in chapter 16, verse 1, it says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil, and go, and I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Jesse didn't care too much for the selection that God chose, and that was David. Mm-hmm. He had his other sons who looked like kings. David was kind of ruddy, faced ruddy, red-haired, good-looking boy. Had, the Bible said he had beautiful eyes, but he had a, he had a heart for God. David. And Samuel went, I know the voice. I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm not getting anything from God or any of these boys. Do you have any other? Oh, yeah, but he's a musician. We keep him on the backside of a mountain. He sings to sheep. You know, he's kind of weird. You know how musicians are. <laughs> bring him here. And brother, when Samuel saw him, took that horn of oil and pulled it on his head. And that day, even though he did not get st- sit in the king's chair for years and almost years, almost twenty years, he was made king
1: in God's that eyes. Day. That's right.
0: Now you know, but Sammy really wanted Saul to stay as a king. Well, sometimes you know, I've had to say some things to some people I did not want to say. You know, I'd rather uh, encourage instead of correct, and after I corrected it. Uh, I, I would begin to pray for them and say, oh, God, you got to help. Me. And then not forget, and I won't mention the name to keep it private, but the Lord spoke to me one time. He said, don't pray for him no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hard thing to hear from God. And I liked the guy. But no, nah, I did. I found out later some of the stuff that he was doing, oh, man, I, I would have never, I would have never thought he would ever do such a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, but then that, that, Came between him and that, between God and that man, see? So, and, and God told Samuel, don't pray for Saul no more. I, I, this is it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You see, why? It, now, you know, I think those were proper sacrificial prayers Samuel was praying for Saul. Right. Oh, God. Oh, God. But sometimes when you do something that you shouldn't do and God's done had enough, He said, I won't always strive with a man. Right. You know, and things. And I understand grace. I, hey, I won't tell you something. But let me tell you, the Bible says, in the New Testament, beware that your candlestick be not removed. Mm-hmm. You know now, and, 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 and I'm not going to fight you on the grace method. I believe in grace, glory to God one hundred percent, and I, and because we we saved by grace. But I've learned something about God. He's God, and he can do whatever he wants to do when he wants yeah. to do it, way wants to do it, and he keeps his word. Well,
1: even this Saul. I mean, even at that point where he knew he he was, mm-hmm. God didn't approve of him, and he had turn mm-hmm. the kingdom over to someone he says that he was going to send it over to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou yeah. like you said someone that was after God's own heart yeah. that would obey him but uh, he still wouldn't let it go he's just I mean it, and it made it hard for the whole country
0: you know david became one of the richest kings because he wanted to build God a house but money didn't put, did, did not disturb him no you know to him he just wanted he wanted to just bless god saul like he he liked the cash See, he, he, he like uh, Solomon uh, he liked the cash <laughs> you know he liked the, <laughs> David said I am going to save money I'm gonna build God a house but see he couldn't do it neither because he did some things David in his life he shouldn't have so done So
1: that was the thing he wanted to do more than anything and God right. said no you're not going to do it your son will do it and God, and David submitted to that he obeyed God yeah. but then he gathered all the provision and made it easier
0: for his son. But you know, Solomon built the house of the temple, but he spent more years building his own house. So you can see that, because, you know, those kind of things. And, and, uh, and you got to be careful. So, money's not bad. It's when you fall in love with it, then you're putting something ahead of God's word, and you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, every time we give you a chance to give here on Golden Room Chat, if you like to, the, the reason why we do it is because the Lord requires us of it. And the reason why, it's not because we want your money. Because me and Kathy are doing very good. I mean, look at the woman. She looks pretty good, doesn't she? Praise God. Hallelujah. And you we got a beautiful, good. beautiful <laughs> uh, uh, testimony. And I read it before you came in that somebody said we look 30 years younger than what we are. <laughs> but oh, you ought I to read that, read that one. Read That's that. a blessing. I
1: got to read that one. Yeah. So <laughs> we,
0: if you'd like to be a partner in this, we'd love to receive you into our partnership family. It's a blessing of the Lord. Now, if you don't want to, don't, please, don't give something you don't want to. See, but if you want to, I won't tell you, the anointing of the increase is on us, man. And it's just such a blessing to not struggle financially at all, anytime, anywhere. If you'd like to be a giver, you go to jdm.org. That's our website. You can hit a donate button, give. You can use PayPal if you like. Or you can text to give if you'd like to do that. Or you can mail in your donation with an old-fashioned check, mm-hmm. use the postal service, just whatever you want to do. But I have to say it again. I know this is a new year, and you've heard me say it. If you don't want to, don't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. You see, still watch the program, though. Hope you enjoyed the boardroom chats or our, our, our broadcast television or the Glorious Living or the Faith of Facts or, and, or the Boys of to the Bible study that you do. People really love those things. But if, if still you know, watch it.
1: But if you know the Lord is talking to you, we're talking about obedience. That's it's obedience. It's important to be obedient.
0: Yeah, I'm do, telling but, you. But and, you and, have
1: to know it's God, of course. A lot of people give out of emotion, and we're not talking no, about no, that. No, no, we're not talking
0: about that but at all. But if the
1: Lord is speaking to you, no matter whether it's to us or some other ministry, you, you have to be obedient. You just
0: brought up something. A person said, I'm going to give to you, but just I like you. I said, don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's emotion. Thank you for liking me. I appreciate that. That's not there. You do it because the Spirit of God speaks to you to do that. Amen. And, and you I want to tell you obey something. That. Then the 36th to the 100 fold anointing comes. And it's on me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Lord said, tell him, it will always be on you. Why? Because God is first in our lives.
1: Amen, amen.
0: Spiritually, physically, financially. Do we make mistakes? Yes, we do. But we don't intentionally make a mistake. That reminds me of something old Robert said. Uh, it blew me away when I said it. And I love Brother Roberts. He, was, he said, you know, Jesse, I've never made a mistake. Now, I didn't say nothing, Kathy, because, you know, that's whole old Robert story. And I went... He said, I guess you'd like me to explain that. I said, if you would. He said, I never got up in the morning and said, today, I'm going to make a mistake. He said, I got up in the morning and some things I did turned into mistakes, Mm -hmm. but I never intentionally wanted to make a mistake. Now that made a lot of sense to me because of this, I I do the same. I'm not just going out to make a mistake, but there's some things I did that uh, turned into mistakes. Maybe is, I didn't pray What would it you out.
1: call a mistake?
0: Uh, well, you know, whatever it's spiritual, physical, or financial. You mean you want an example?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I knew I was going to meet a guy that uh, had been persecuting me and saying evil things about me. Um, and I said, well, I will hold my peace. I will love them. And he said something that Tarked my jaw. <laughs> That's an oil field, <laughs> and I, I let I let into it.
1: Oh, you did.
0: I lit into it, and I ain't gonna lie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought, I'm gonna tell you something, sucker. <laughs> I mean, I had enough. and the Lord smote me.
1: Smoked. That's another. I'm gonna uh,
0: use a user. King James. James. Smote my heart. I went oh, and I can understand when. David had enough of Saul. Let me tell you something, sucker. I could kill you today. I'm going to cut a piece of your garment. I don't want to let you know I was over here. I could have killed you. And God smoked, smoked David's heart. heart. That's right. And I was wrong. What about one of yours? Why don't you tell us one of yours? Oh,
1: well, there were times <laughs> where I was hesitant to forgive someone, you know, and Who? I knew. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> it's not you. Not, okay, thank you. I have
1: been hesitant to forgive <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, though. But I'm not thinking of that one right now. I? <laughs> but I mean, that's that's a mistake and that's wrong. But we I like just want you to clarify y'all. that because when you say mistakes, there's been so much. We're not talking about immorality no, here. We're talking no. about trying to live a sanctified life, be right. obedient to God for everything he right. says, to love, to walk in love. And I haven't always walked in love the way I need to. Because That's I,
0: true. But I'm working on it. yeah. But you're a very good person. You do love people, mm-hmm. but you're a straight shooter. In other words, you you pack your gun and you you say what? (laughs) You know, she won't kill you, but she'll graze you real good.
1: (laughs) Jesse's always telling me, Kathy, watch your face. They can tell what you're thinking. I'll say, maybe I want them to think. Yeah, know what I'm thinking.
0: I said, never let them know what you're thinking. You know what I'm saying? What's the matter with you? You know, that kind of stuff. But you see, obedience is very, very precious to God. Definitely. Now, I want you to read a couple of these. We've got some great testimonies here. But Me read do. the one that's about 30 years. First, yeah, if you Michelle can find it.
1: says, I have to point out that the both of you look amazing. <laughs> you both <Praise> look <laughs> 30 years younger. Younger than what, though? She knows how old we are, I guess.
0: <laughs> Yes. She's 70, and I'm 73. <laughs>
1: May God continue to bless you both as he already has and more. I can listen to you two both all day. Yeah, both of us. Because last time we were uh, <laughs> talking about that little, little sidebar. Read some bar. more. they got some it nice says, ones says, all my it. love in Christ, your sister Michelle. Another one says, Tracy says, thank you so much for what you do for the kingdom. I love boardroom chats and all of your teachings. We love you both and are so grateful that you pray for your partners. Oh, I, am I, do. I 100% feel supported and encouraged. Well, let me tell you 100%. something.
0: There's not a day go by and me and Catherine don't pray for our partner. Now, and let me correct something. Some of you just thought, yeah, because they send you money. No, because they think of us. You know, I've had people give me a better... I've had people give me phenomenal gifts, but I've had people come up to me and say, Brother Jesse, we just love you. Uh, I know it's your birthday and I, I don't have it, no, but I want to let you know. And I, I, I said... They thought about me. You know, they don't have to, but they came and said that.
1: You know, and I just thought of me. something when we were talking about how, it, how important it was for Saul to be obedient. It wasn't just about Saul. The whole nation was affected by his decision. Oh, yes. And so when we're obedient to God, it's not just it's affecting our lives, it affects our partners. That's why we're right. careful to be, obey God and do what he calls us to do. And, well, and seed we get is better holy. at it every day.
0: Their seed is holy, and I'm not going to, that's Do something wrong and st- destroy the seed because you trusted us. You know, trust is a wonderful gift.
1: Yeah, and you know what we're learning uh, because you know we've been married fifty-two years now, yeah. almost on, fifth- on fifty-three. Yeah. So there, are f- there were many times when you would go when you were going in the wrong direction, or maybe I didn't agree with the decision or what you were doing.
0: What was I going in the wrong direction?
1: Example. I don't need to go <laughs> in that detail, but just I'm just saying there were many times, and I used to say Jesse, you need to do that, but now. What I've learned to say, well, I'll, I'll say instead of telling you what to do, I'll say, you know, you might ought to pray about that. I'll let yeah. the Holy Ghost do that. I Give can't me an always. Example. No, <laughs> I can't think of a specific that, one because I probably never did so
0: that. Because no. <laughs> I never did I never went the wrong way. No, I'm just joking. Praise uh, God. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Sometimes you just want to do what you want to do, you know, and it's stubborn, call it what you want, you know. Stubborn and, uh, is
1: probably the right word.
0: Yeah, that's the right <laughs> word. But when you understand that God honors the obedience, so will you obey the Lord today? Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. I need to read you more testimony. Being, okay, I, re- I feel this in the spirit. Okay. You may be uh, about ready to go to work mm-hmm. and God will start talking to you in your, in your car. And you go, I ain't got time to hear that right now. No, that's, you listen to him wherever mm-hmm. you go. And the Bible said in St. John 16, 13, I love that verse. How be it when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you in all truth. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a comforting thing to me. And I'll tell you what else I love about it. When Jesus called the Holy Spirit a comforter, Mm -hmm. it brings me comfort to say that. And then some people don't believe in a rapture. Why do I believe in a rapture? That last statement that Paul said, comfort yourself with these words. Mm -hmm. That's a comfort to me. Mm -hmm. And when I know Jesus is coming back, that's a comfort to me. When I give to God, that's a comfort to me. Right. I just and you know when I worship him, there's a comfort. I like that.
1: Right. And when when he tells us to do something, we need to obey him because he really it'll and it'll bring comfort to your heart because you know you've pleased God. And that's what we all want to do. We want to please the Lord in everything yeah. that we do. Go
0: ahead now. we, we just got a Nancy few minutes Nancy
1: says, I got so excited when I saw that you're going to be going to Illinois in September. Mm-hmm. You were talking about the Bill Winston meeting. Yes, I Bill
0: think. Winston. Yeah. I, ha- I hope you al- come.
1: I already have it marked on my calendar to come to be a part. Can't wait. It's an honor to be your partner. Badia says, you and Kathy have been the best role models in my life. I now enjoy a beautiful relationship with Jesus God. and my Father God. And the best bit is that people know there is something special in name? me.
0: Beta, beta, we will not break trust with you. Trust is too important. Thank you for saying that about me and Kathy. But well, we're going to live this life that God has given us, and I thank you that our lives have blessed you, and thank you for the wonderful testimony. Yeah, Maria go
1: says good evening. I love you so much. I'm from South Africa.
0: South Africa,
1: and, and I have been listening to your preaching for over 15 years. I will definitely go and see you when you come to South Africa, which is going to be, I think, sometime in June, toward the yeah, end of I'm June. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm
0: really looking. It's such a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. It, if you've never been to South Africa, and you ever get a chance to go, man, people so say, "What do you like?" Well, I like Johannesburg. I like Cape Town,
1: mm. Durban
0: i tell you what, the place is just flat and beautiful. Yeah. You know, it is. We
1: have a lot of things planned this year. Oh. A lot of meetings coming up. In fact, pretty soon what? you'll be going to California. This Judy says, good afternoon from Fair Oaks, California. Wow, mm-hmm. number 144. That was last week. This is 145. Mm-hmm. She says, I so enjoy these. Looking forward to seeing you two in California next month.
0: Okay, what's her name?
1: Her name is Judy.
0: If you go on our website, you can go to where my travels are. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be in, on a Sunday morning in Visalia, California, right. on a Monday night at Marietta, California, on a Tuesday night, Bakersfield, California, and on a Wednesday night, Whittier, California. That's right. Now, if you want to know the exact dates and things, you just go on to the website and get to one of my travels, and you'll see that. They probably, the, probably could
1: put the link up there well, on if the If they chat. want you, it'd be fine. It'll go right to it. You want more?
0: Yeah. Okay. We got a couple of minutes. Go
1: okay. Ahead. This, well, we have people. Joshua says, "Watching from Kenya." Peter says, "Blessings from Sydney, Australia." Ooh, I gotta go back says, to Sydney. Kevin says, "Thank you, Papa Jesse and Mom Kathy, <laughs> for your obedience to our Lord Jesus." Love from Durban, South Africa.
0: I I'm telling you, man, that South Africa, I've enjoyed. Do you? You know, we said this one time on the boardroom chats, and I really believe the Lord placed that tree there for me when we were driving. Purple we'll get tree, something to eat. Purple tree. That purple tree. I remember that. I went. Oh my God! Look at this beautiful so tree. So gorgeous. We'd never it,
1: seen anything like I it. I
0: never. And it blessed me. Uh-huh. How God's hand on nature Can is. Can you so imagine
1: wonderful. how heaven's going to be? Oh, Things yeah, we've never I've been there. seen before.
0: <laughs> it's I, wonderful. Well,
1: I'm saying it for myself. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I, <laughs> you,
1: you don't have to imagine it. No. You know it. Because you've been Yeah, there.
0: well, you know, John Lennon said, imagine there is no heaven. Uh, John, There's th- a heaven. now you know <laughs> there is.
1: <laughs> Jan says, sending, sending blessings from across the pond in UK. The boardroom chats are so inspiring and was, were such a great comfort and lifeline during the COVID lockdowns.
0: Oh, that, that so blesses true. us.
1: Ivan says, blessings. And that's co- to
0: her credit. She's mm-hmm. the one that got me to do all this during the COVID. I thought, man, I can take a break. I can rest a little bit, but you were right. You had to be obedient. I was obedient.
1: (laughs) Uh, Ivan says, blessing from Croatia. I love watching you two. You give me more faith. Think about that. Not a blessing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and we are determined every time we have a chat that the word of God is going to be the Amen. the primary focus of our talk That's and what it's
0: all about. Really
1: basically doing a little Bible studies with you and people are learning so much. We get testimonies so all the time about how they're learning.
0: So remember about today God. as we go off the air here in just a second that it's better to obey than sacrifice. So work on your obedience. And watch God do a miracle to all our partners. Thank you.
1: Thank you, partners.
0: For being so kind to us. We will reach people, change lives one One soul soul at a time. time. And we will not be lazy with your seed. We will obey Obey the voice of the Lord. Amen. Till next time, Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. See you again. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.